welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature audio from Brothers of the Brush with Chris Kerfoot. In this episode, Chris sits down with social media marketing expert Fiona Mostyn of My Deco Marketing, based in Lewis, East Sussex. Fiona gives insight into what tradespeople should be doing to gain awareness in a crowded social media marketplace. This episode is sponsored by Merca, Developmark, and Greyco. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. Right, so on this week's episode, we have a bit of a special. We have a marketing specialist. Uh, I'd like to say welcome to Fiona Mostyn, based down in Lewis, East Sussex, or Sussex even, my accent, um, owner of My Deco Marketing. Good evening, Fiona. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm fine, thanks you. Good, very, very good, thank you, yes. Good, 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 good. Are you keeping busy? I am very busy. I have never been busier. I'm I'm pleased to say, um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling very blessed at the moment that we can still continue to work in in the current circumstances. I I just thought it was building trade that were busy because everybody's spending the money at home. So I won't imagine anybody else be busier. How's it affected you then? How come are you finding people having to pivot so they're coming to you for your services to to help and pivot? Yeah, I mean, basically everyone wants to get online now. You know, yeah. they've realised they've realised the home decor brands are uh, the small independents are battling against the, the the larger high street trains that that have that positioning uh, already on the internet. They, the the high street stores are closed. They want to up their their online offerings um, in the interiors because obviously I cover interiors and home decor. Um, in interiors, they are. Um, they are really just taking on a lot of work and having to structure that and keep themselves keep themselves visible and compete for the amount of work that they know is out there because people are spending on their it's, homes right now. It's a whole new world, isn't it? Now, mm. it's it's for, for for the better. It's forced a lot of companies to change, um, you know. And obviously, then now the it's like I, I, even as down to I went for shopping last week because we couldn't get, get car off drive for roadworks. We do the click and collect Asda. And they're saying now they've normally have just have like one garage space you pull under. They're going to build a long platform that's covered because that many people now are being forced to do it. So they're going to do it more. So they're opening a bigger space for them to click and click. People thought it's a lot easier. I didn't want to do it, but now I've done it. It is easier. Yeah, definitely. On online online shopping behavior has changed. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Amazon's Good. doing well, aren't they? <laughs> Wow. Good old okay. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> My prime's had an hammering. <laughs> Everything I buy, I look on Amazon first now. <laughs> Don't even have to leap sofa for it. <laughs> so w- w- we'll back up a bit. Can you just give us a, a, a brief about yourself? Sure. So um, my business is My Deco Marketing, and I am a specialist marketer for interior designers and home decor brands. Um I've always worked in marketing. So um, in terms of my career history, I started out, my first job was in tech, working in a company that specialized in video editing. Um, Then I went on to financial services, um, working with one of the world's biggest banks. Um, And then I had a career change. I I left left that job when the, um, well, you know, banking and um, the the recession recession hit. Yeah. and I had a career changer as as I had children, you know, that that's often a, a catalyst for women to have a, a change in their career and think about doing something different. And when I went back to work, um, well, I initially went back to work as a as a risk management consultant, um, 
which I realized I just didn't enjoy at all, really. Um, and then I started working with more lifestyle brands um, and businesses uh, around that. And I realized I really did enjoy that. And around five, well, five, probably about five, six years ago, um, I started working with a, uh, it was more of a B2B company, but we did get involved in a lot of design, interior design and um, hospitality design. And I, I realized I just really, really enjoyed that. So around uh summer of 2018 i i left and i started to think about what i would do and at uh, the beginning of 2019 i set up my deco marketing um offering a specialized uh service to the interior design and home decor brands um that were out there um, and i now work with them to help them get visible on the internet basically i help their online visibility and i do that through working with them on social media and helping them with content marketing so helping them look at their websites and pieces of content and blogs that they can use to to make themselves visible through seo um and um we also we also work on things like hows um and with the home decor brands especially we also work on uh, facebook and pinterest advertising as well so that um they can work on their their on their e-commerce offerings through online shops and and advertise their products to a wider range of people yeah so from that then it's to break it down into layman's term for us tradespeople, is it like you 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 can do like a uh, an audit on the online presence the social media and tell them where they're going wrong yeah so so like when somebody comes in and does a financial audit you can basically do a social media audit online presence audit and say you could tweak this it'd improve it that's not doing you any favors you know yeah yeah. that's exactly what i do so um i do a lot of that a lot of that around instagram um because obviously that's a very that's a very busy channel and very easy to connect with people right now so um I, i do what i call power hours where people come in um and we talk about a lot of people are posting on Instagram without much strategy. And we just talk about, you know, what is, it that you want to, <laughs> what is it that you want to achieve out of this platform? And we look at the best ways to, to go about that. And we look at what they're posting, um, when they're posting it and, and, you know, what they can improve on that. And I can usually pretty much look at lots of people's Instagram po- yeah. uh, um, profiles and tell them immediately, right. Okay. There's, there's the one thing, there's the two things, you know, yeah. um, and and that then they go on to manage it themselves and you know they learn more and more each time so um other than that i do also manage you know take it off take take the stress off them completely and and social media manage people's profiles entirely for them as well yeah there was a there's one near me that does social media marketing um and they do a podcast and i've messaged them a couple of times because i listened to it and the first four i listened to the last five minutes cut off and I messaged them and they says, oh, it's the people in, in, in house, the team. And I thought, well, if you're missing bits like that, what else are you missing? You know, and I just thought mm-hmm. that didn't look great to me or sound great to me. And I just thought. Mm. Mm, it's well, you know, everything you do, you want to do to your best and you always want to try yeah. and show your best. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so what would you say the biggest online platforms at the moment that are doing? I know Gary Vee says, oh, it's, it's, it's going to be TikTok. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. But what would you say is the hot two at the moment? Well, you know, I don't, I don't like to listen to what Gary V says too much because what works for him isn't going to work for your average tradesperson in yeah. in High Street Britain. To be honest, it's a whole different game. What works for you? What work? What works overall is what works for you. So, you know, a platform that you have a good understanding of. So, for example, if you if you're really good at Facebook, if you're really good at LinkedIn, if you're really good at Instagram, those are the, those are the three that I think you can get traction on. Yeah. Um, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, um, and Instagram just posting. Uh, but the, the the thing that you need to consider is that what whatever platform you choose to work on, you need to be consistent on that platform. Yeah. So. Once you decide, okay, I'm going to take on Instagram and LinkedIn, those are the two that I focus myself on. Um, once you decide you're going to take take those on, then you know, make sure you post consistently and make sure that you you spend your time learning about those platforms, about you know how you can educate yourself to use them effectively. Because if you're not posting with a strategy in mind, um, I, you know, it's just willy nilly. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah. You know, people often come to me and say, "Oh, I want to." I had one today actually, um, and she said to me, 
I, I, I popped a question because I'm working on a piece of content at the moment uh, to do with Instagram and, and to help people with their Instagram. And um, I so I asked a question on my Instagram. I said, you know, what are you struggling with now? Is it is it technical challenges, things like, you know, how to put captions on videos or, um, you know, how to make reels or um, or is it more sort of challenges, creative challenges? Like, I don't know what to post or I don't know which pictures look nice or, which, you know, which, yeah. which pictures my audience would like. Um, and I got somebody who said, oh, I'm struggling to grow my audience and get followers. And I just asked the question, like, what do you want to get followers for? And I haven't had that answer yet. Okay. Yeah. Because that is really what you want to know because, yeah. you know, what do you want to get them for? Do you want to get them to uh, become your eventual clients? Do you want to get them to grow your network within your local area? Um, do you want to get them to just have a, a big number that makes your account look big? You know, there's strategies for each of these things that have an end goal in yeah. mind. So you need to approach any social media that you, that you, that you decide to take on with an end goal in mind and then develop a strategy for that and be consistent in 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 putting that in place i, th I think most tradespeople, for what i've seen probably me included we go at it with like a machine gun attitude pepper it and hope something comes from it because we hear conflicting stuff like I, I i heard a podcast today that says try and do three posts a day every day if not try and do it every other day and then I, uh, you've got to do video to get more awareness and get out there personally i hate being on video you know it's, mm. me on voice is bad enough never mind my face being on video uh and yeah it's, it's the right hashtags the hashtags that are banned you know and you think when you listen to it it's scary because some people the experts you know they can make out you're doing you're going to do yourself more harm by getting it wrong and I think it puts people off doing it at times. Yeah, well, this is where I think that I it is it's people value my advice in terms of coming to me because I only work with a real sort of niche of people. Really, I know I know who your audience is, your target audience is for well, for most of my people is homeowners. You yeah, know, yeah. that's who you're trying to reach. So similar to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, it, you having someone who's giving you advice who knows the ins and outs of your business that knows the ways that you go about getting your customers the way you service them the life lifetime of your customer and the life cycle of your customer it is really important um because you can go and get instagram advice but maybe they're actually they normally work with e-commerce businesses or maybe they work with online coaches maybe they work with uh you know health and fitness people they have completely different targets in mind to, yeah. to you as, as someone who's trying to attract homeowners to to look at your account and and you know understand what homeowners like um and uh what why they're spending their time on instagram but anything you do in in term in terms of content marketing especially over social media so when we talk about content marketing we're talking about creating pieces of content that resonate with your ideal customer yeah. so talking to them in a language that they understand so um you know you need to you need to understand what they like yeah. and talk to them before and solve their problems before they even know that they have them they're going to think oh wow you know you know about this stuff you know yeah. you know what you're talking about and you, you've um, got to look at it somebody says to me you've got to look at it i think it was mike and obviously we both know mike that's how we were introduced and he says when you look at a photo and you do your hashtags look at it as if you're a customer and put in hashtags that your customer would be searching not what you as a tradesman would be searching Yes, that will be uh, after a power hour that might <laughs> <laughs> But it's, it's, you see, even, even within the trades like us, there's, people have different agendas. I mean, for me, man's an online portfolio because I have this belief in my head that people have pre-qualified you a lot of the time. Anybody that's with it has pre-qualified you before they ring you, be looking at you because everybody wants a review. So it's like an online review, they're pre-qualifying you before they ring you. But then also in the trades i know it's in our trades i'm assuming it's in every trade you get the people that are doing content because they want to be an influencer and i'll use that term loosely because they've got so many followers and you look at the content and it's crap but then a marketing company comes along looks at it and think oh they've got five thousand followers let's give them some freebies you know and it just dilutes it yeah again you need to think about 
your strategy and who you're aiming for there. So that person that's an influencer and an influencer's product and their service is the number their number of followers. Yep. And the person that's going to use that is a brand. Yeah. So, you know, whereas a tradesperson or interior designer um, that I work with, they, they, they need to behave like an influencer in order to get the, the, the people to come and follow them. But they also need to remember to sell their services as well. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not going to get those offers from brands if you don't have a lot of a lot of followers. And, and that's not necessarily going to pay. The, you know, the, I don't know what it is in your industry, but certainly, you know, tins of paint here and there is not really going to pay the bills, is it? You know, it's, it's a nice yeah. little... No, well, that's, that's, that's why I don't bother with it because mm. I just think I'd rather go out. My typical one I mentioned in podcasts is masking tape. They'll tag masking tape. And for the sake of three rolls of a freebie masking tape at 12 quid, I'd rather not spend half an hour doing a video, earn the money and pay for it myself. You know, and yeah. I can give an unbiased comment on it. I believe you can give an honest comment on it as long as you back it up why and you don't just dismiss it and say, it's, I'll speak blunt, it's crap. You've got to say, it's not bad, but it's not for me because, and I can say that because I've paid for it out of my own pocket. I'm not obliged to say, oh, it's brilliant because they've sent it me free of charge. To me, that's just watering it all down. And it's, I just look at it as another advert and scroll past it. It's just another again, form of advertising. Again, who's your target audience? Is it people who are interested in the quality of the masking tape or is it homeowners? Because I don't think homeowners really care what brand your masking yeah. tape is as long as it well, feels for, nice as long as it does the, the job as long as i go yeah. and i do the job what i'm charging for for me it's an online portfolio yes you know yes, yes. I, I, I network and interact with other trades people and we help each other out and we build a network but predominantly for me it's because like i say, i think people have sort of pre-qualified me before they come looking at me and whether it works or not i use in mine there's a my postcode begins hu18 I hashtag HU17 because that's the next one along where there's more affluent people. Whether it works or not, I don't know, but it seems to pick a few people up around there that appreciate what a professional decorator charges and they're willing to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. You should be tar targeting, you know, the hashtags are a great way of targeting yeah. people. If you want some tips on hashtags, uh, uh, my current blog on My Deco Marketing is all about hashtag tips and tricks, yeah. how to use them, um, you know. Uh, when to use them why you use them what they actually do for you um yeah, yeah that that's 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 a, a really good start but yes they are important um and you should be targeting the hashtags that you you know you think you're you're for the people that are going to employ you are um are going to be searching under but just wanted to go back as well in terms of just not thinking solely about social media i think it's great that you consider it as a portfolio because it, it is an overall part of your brand and, and however you want to show yourself off to your best ability so it should you know it should have that look and feel of your brand overall but um you have to not make assumptions that everyone is going to hire you from that and yeah. you need to also like you were just talking about people pre-qualify you you can't assume where people will make those buying decisions because people consume their media in different places some might do it from um you know one of those review sites some might do it from a postcard that comes through the door maybe we know that many people will do it from referral um because yeah. that's one of the things that they trust the most so in that sense one of the best things that you can do on your instagram is uh post your testimonials as well yeah. you know market your business with, with your reviews and then show that you're trusted um and that you you know the, the the good qualities that you brought to the job on time on budget clean and tidy all of those things are really good to show how you've done them um and also the other thing as well if you can actually persuade your your homeowners to post about you yeah uh, that's the best that we call that user generated content you know when someone when someone posts a picture and tags sometimes a brand or in your case a service that that's happened that's that's the best kind of social proof that you create, can have create really. your screaming fans exactly I think that's what i read in a book yeah yeah create yeah. your screaming fans get yeah. them doing the screaming for you yeah so one tip that i would say with that would be um you know if someone does do that post it into your stories and then yeah. create a little highlights tab with all of those in that you can have and so then people can go to your instagram and you can have a testimonials or a reviews or whatever yeah. you want to call it and people can say you know 
So I, I know Mike did it because me and Mike chatted well before I did it, and I, 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 I sort of talked to him and says, "Well, I'd get, I'd ask him this." He got it. Was brilliant. And Mike, to, to me, Mike's ahead of the curve for a few years. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he got somebody to do a video testimonial. Yeah, that's that great. Really well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, his his testimonial was really good quality. You know, again, showing the best of your brand. Yeah. Um, and um, I I actually I actually shared his testimonial on my Instagram feed as an example of good marketing. Yeah. Um, because uh, firstly, Instagram loves video. All social media loves video. You know, LinkedIn loves video as well. So it will prioritize it in the algorithm. So you yeah. know, you, you'll see video will get seen more than just a, an image post. Um, so that's one good reason to to have it. And as I was just saying, you know, the social proof of, of having people, other people endorse you. I mean, that's why influencer marketing works so well, because you know we've got brands coming up in our faces all the time going, buy this, buy this, buy this. However, when you have those situations where you go, especially now when, you know, we're all at home and we can't, we can't kind of go around people's houses or see them or talk, yeah. to them, find out what they're doing. You've got influencers inviting people into their homes and going, look at this, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> and it's just far more sellable than a brand going in your face going, this is, we make this, it's great. Yeah. Whereas, you know, someone who has the same lifestyle as you, so, you know, in my situation, a mom, a businesswoman um, is in her home going, I use this and I think it's great. That's yeah. actually a much stronger, more influential message to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get exactly what you're saying with that. I mean, I suppose the the content, online content, the viewing is way up now with everybody being sat at home because we're all just consuming it, aren't we? And way up, way up. more prevalent. From the first lockdown onwards, we're just sat at home, just eating shopping. social media. <laughs> Eat, eating rubbish and shopping. <laughs> that's it, that's it. That's it. Literally the home decor there. I the, the what, another blog on my website. Um, I think the one before I did one at Christmas that kind of reviewed that kind of reviewed the year. Um, and it's got some stats on there and the increase in home decor. And you can see from March, April, they just across Europe, they just went up. Yeah. And it's people it's people who perhaps have the money, but they've been too busy to think about this. Maybe they're not going abroad, you know, they, they would normally be. Perfect tra- example is we were supposed to meet my brother-in-law's wedding in Greece last July. Mm. It's been postponed to this July. And we, we were saying the other day, because it says, oh, don't book any summer holidays. We've got an Airbnb booked for a staycation. And this Greece one, we've got, we've paid so much of it. We had to pay an extra £800 to go next year for the same holiday. And we've been putting money and money away. And we said, right, can't see it happening. So that money we've put away. We're having some a massive inbuilt cupboard built in front all and understairs storage. Best part of two grand. Perfect example. We're spending the money at home now because we can't go anywhere else. Let's have a night. If we can't go anywhere, let's at least have a nice house to sit in. Exactly. And also, you know, you start to just you being at home more probably made you think about that space yeah. being useful and you know how much it'd improve your life to have all that storage and and your house will well, well it's always it's been on cards for four years it's just holidays come up every time <laughs> we mm. like us holidays so it's like oh well as long as house didn't fall into bits we'll have the holiday but now because we are, can't have the holiday we're focusing on the house it was a garden last year uh this year it's that cupboard you know we're spending the money so we're we're giving work to other trades people because we want stuff doing i need to ring a joiner I need to ring a plasterer you know mm. so it's now's the time to get yourself out there and you know, make yourself more visible and suck it all in as such, all the work you can take. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Definitely agree with that. So what what challenges is there being being seen in a crowd? You know, because there's obviously that many people out there. You, you, you're putting your head above the parapet and you need, I might be saying, I'm here, you know, waving, I'm here, you know, buy me, buy me. But there's 20 others outside of me doing the same just got to do it in your own style and yeah. that's one thing you know you, there's you you are the best thing in your business always remember that you are the best thing in your business and you know you, you need to that needs to, to shine through with with everything that you do um so bring through that quality bring through the qualities that you find you enjoy when you work with great businesses as well um and then sort of 
just put a little bit of effort into learning how things work properly so that you're not you're not using a sort of scattergun approach that you're yeah. actually effectively putting some sort of one foot in front of the other with your marketing and, and putting together a sort of joined up strategy yeah. um, in terms of in terms of being visible you know um social media is great but it is quite passive um and you can look then at the other platforms that that will give you visibility. So investing in your SEO is one thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, perhaps thinking about advertising in terms of Google ads. Because when you think about it, you know, um, when people are on social media, they're just kind of scrolling around and sort of enjoying inspirational pictures. But when they actually want to get something done, they will go to Google and they will type yeah. in, they will yeah. type in, um, you know, painter in my area or whatever trade well, it's, it's first thing you do if you're on yeah. the trade you just whip your phone out because it's always with you yeah and yeah. search decorator east yorkshire yeah and then you know what comes after that basically is down to your investment you know what what, what comes up so if you've invested in some of the trade sites that will push you forward like that um you know my builder trust a trader all of those things yeah. that obviously they they work very hard on 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 their SEO on, on your behalf and you don't have to do it yourself. But if you make the efforts to do that yourself or you or you put the ads in yourself, you're making that investment yourself and that will come directly to you. But then, you know, if you if you don't have the means or the knowledge to do that, then those platforms will work for you as well. But having said that, if you on those platforms, you have to work for them. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm was, sure uh, you understand what I mean by that. Yeah. And just in terms of Yeah, they, they want something back. It's a two way street. Yeah, continuously yeah. monitoring your profiles and making sure that your reviews are great, making sure you're in, you know, um, replying quickly to any inquiries that you get, and all of those things will help you in the algorithm of any whatever particular platform it is that you're yeah. on, house or whether it's. Uh, I, I was on the management board of a trade association. We had some marketing specialists come in uh, when they was looking for a new company, and there was on about pay per click. SEO and it's it, it just sounded like you might as well open your wallet and it's an open-ended thing because oh we'll do this it might do this and it might do that and then couple that with I've probably had three emails just dropped into me inbox this week we can get you to the top of Google regular from from Barry in India you know I did a thing you know the first thing I do I look at the email and if it's a Gmail or Hotmail I just think well they ain't professional for a start and I just ignore it yeah i get all of those i get all of those all the time yeah. i think most people know to ignore those uh, yeah. you know, so, um, so they, they, they might well get you there but po probably for a very short amount of time followed by a nasty shock afterwards from google uh, for whatever dubious means they might have used to do it yeah is, is there a ballpark figure an average person should be looking at or is it just whatever suits what you're wanting as such, if that makes I wouldn't sense. like to say because it really depends on so many different things. It depends on the area that you're in, how competitive it is. It depends yeah. on, you know, how how much you want to spend on doing it, you know, which particular platforms or, you know, whether you're going for Facebook, whether you're going for um, Google advertising so it, it's quite varied but you know yeah. if someone would come to me i would look i would look specifically at their circumstances before giving them a quote so yeah brilliant so what what's along with the seo you know obviously we have to present ourselves and it's it's brand awareness it's all you're here now brand awareness how important is that it's super important isn't it it's super yeah. important so yeah your brand is really important like i said earlier you want to you want to present yourself in, in your best light wherever you do whatever you do so that comes down from very smallest little things like the business card um to you know larger aspects of, of branding that you, you you can put out there and and don't forget these are real opportunities to be visible so you know if you have like vinyls on your van yeah. um if you have those um not sure what you what i can't remember the name for them so when you have a scaffold up and you might have a oh a, the banners the banners yes the yeah. banners or then you might have an also a signboard that you put out somebody outside somebody's yeah. house these are all making things visible you know um i was talking with um with a bunch of designers today um actually american ones on clubhouse which is my new fun thing that i like to do, uh, do you know i've just downloaded it tonight oh do you want an invite i'll send you an invite yeah, I, I won't mind. It's what I'm thinking of doing yeah, is, yeah, along with the podcast, just having like a monthly one where we just chat stuff that's going on at the moment and seeing yeah. whether it's worth putting it out. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah so um, this designer mentioned something that they do, which is that they, when they're working on a home, um, they have postcards printed with their with their um, name number and three doors either side. <laughs> well, not only that, but they they have not just marketing postcards, but they say we're really sorry for any disruption that you might that you might find during yeah. this. And here's my personal number to contact me. You know, I think that shows a real uh, that you actually care. Yeah. you know so um and they say that they've had leads from that so you know it's um, i've heard similar on podcasts and that you know they when they're working they'll drop them in three or four doors either side and mm. the one, which i i always do anyway it's like the house i'm working at today if somebody's out walking the dog one at neighbors or anybody on the street just say hello yeah you know, and, and just come across as friendly don't just like be a grunt as we'd call them <laughs> you know just say hello to him you know if yeah. like, oh, he's, he's a nice chap you see them stopping and taking a photo of your van for number yeah yeah i think and going back to the point about you know the the branding um one thing that i would say is it is important try and be consistent with it so start off with really simple things i think you could if you can think of your logo and just think of two fonts that you're going to use one that you're going to use within your logo and one that you're going to use with anything that you write and that's that's a very simple self-branding way to start up and don't spend a whole ton of branding when you're just getting started because you need to know the kind of clients that you're going to appeal to and that's going to take you a little while to to work that out yeah so don't go spending like hundreds of thousands of pounds on this brand which you believe appeals to certain people when you soon discover you don't actually like working with those people and you want to point your business in a different direction or you know you soon discover like someone else's branding is working really well for them and they keep mentioning this person coming up so you think okay well i'm going to need to emulate that one that that's the one that works so you know spend minimally at first work out work out how your business is going work out who your target customers are work out you know what they what they like and what will appeal to them and then spend big on your branding but when you're starting up just focus really just focus on on those on on getting the jobs in so i know my market my ideal customers I do other work, but I know my ideal customers. I'm not tunnel vision, but I sort of focus at them. They're the ones I want, you know, because it's, it's, the, it's not the easiest. It's not that it's the easiest work. It's just that it's where you can keep production going, you know, and earn and, and your best money. You appreciate your work. You pay on time, you know, and yeah. that's, what, that's what I aim at. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, any business, you start to get to the point where you, you can you can stay say no to people yeah. and the longer you're in business you you just know you just know the sort of customer you might not yet know who you do want to work with but you certainly know who you don't yeah and that, that comes quicker and that's part of your branding that's that, that's, that that's, was my biggest struggle for years being able to say no or not feel bad for, about it you know this this customer ain't right for me oh i don't want to do that work i just felt i had to do it for a couple of reasons one i didn't want to let people down and two i always had this bad habit of what if there's no work next week? So I'd just take any job that will come in. Well, you know, I, I think that it's sometimes it's a hard one to judge. But whenever I just think about it, I just think they're taking up my time from focusing on getting those people that I do want to work with. Yeah. Um, you so know, and looking at it, yeah. 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 You know, whilst I'm, whilst I'm, whatever the problem is with them they're being argumentative they're being difficult they're not paying they're paying late or whatever whilst i'm dealing with all that i could actually be out there you know emailing do leaflet dropping whatever in the areas and people that i do want to work with so well every, every job we look at it's like you're sort of going for a job interview but as i also flip it a bit now where i'm putting comment questions out there and seeing if it throws any red flags up and I, I do all mine on an iPad and I just have a special mark I put on my iPad. <laughs> I just think, no, nah. <laughs> wasting my time. Because <laughs> they just throw flags up. You think these are going to be a pain in backside. You know, they're, they're going to be on your back, following you around room, stood behind you while you're decorating. Or you, you just get, a, you know, you, you know you're wasting your time because they're like, oh, we had this done. And what's, what's the common one we get? If you price this right, there's a lot more work. To me, that's a big telltale. You know, that just means they want it doing cheap. Yeah. You know, and they're not appreciating what you're putting in. So there's little red flags that throw it up for us. You know, and that's when I learned to start saying no, you know, or swerving it one way or other, whether you put a big price in because you don't want to do it. 
you know it's easier yeah. than saying no instead of charging 1200 pound you you bump it up to seven seventeen hundred and it puts them off yeah and, that's that's the strategy for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> so going, going back to the reviews what's the best way to use them you, you touched on putting them on instagram is is google a good google business a good one as well google is great because you know the clues in the name it's a google product right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's connected to your seo so yeah yeah, yeah. google is google is lovely and and if anyone enjoys this podcast please uh, please head over to my deco marketing type it in and leave me a lovely google my business review i'd be very appreciative well we shall we shall put all the links in the show notes uh but we'll we'll come to that in a bit where people can find you because obviously if people want help they can come to you and you know and get your help because obviously you know what you're on with. Uh, but what's what's the best way to use social media to grow yourself? Is it just you know like you've said touching back on that the content be personable and do your reviews? Yeah, the the best way is to work out who your customer is and how you're going to connect with them. Connect with your other local businesses for a start. Start that support network around each other. You can all support each other with 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 social media, especially with Instagram um, and with LinkedIn as well. Works very similarly. The more the more um, engagement, likes, comments, saves your post gets, the more visible it will be because Instagram, if it's easy that you're getting likes and likes and comments, it will think, well, mm, people like this content they, that, that they're putting out. So we'll prioritize that as something that these, yeah. these type of people would like to see. So, you know, you can help each other, but you, you, you must be thinking that what you're doing in that is making your post more visible and hoping that the people that you want to see them will see, will see them that will actually be the customers. And that is what you're kind of, aiming to reach out through with the hashtags and also just connecting with other with other businesses as well so you know just be consistent i think i know you said earlier you had some advice to post three times a week um throw three times a day i tend to go for three to four times a week on the on the feed itself and then stories and reels um or igtv if possible on top of that and it's not the more activity that you do you will get seen more but just make sure it's quality over quantity um you know people don't want to see images just for the sake of it it's got to have a good caption it's got to be engaging yeah it's got got to have a purpose yeah they're they're going they're going there to to sort of step away and, and enjoy the lifestyle of it as well so um Make sure you show, make sure you sort of show them the nicer side of things uh, on the feed, and then on the stories and the reels, you can show a little bit more behind I'd, the scene. At, at the moment, I'm struggling to get my head around reels because I'm thinking, what is its purpose? Because you've got your stories, you've got your posts, you've got IGTV. Where does reels fade? So reels is basically Instagram trying to carve a, a section of TikTok's market because TikTok's so fast growing and just has so many users. So that's basically it. Yeah. Short right. form video. Yeah. You know, uh, unfortunately, we're all getting very dumbed down and our attention spans are getting smaller. And what we like is to find a way to be entertained by sort of moving images <laughs> in 15 to 30 seconds. That's as simple well, as I, that. I, I, I even read a comment uh, or, or heard something somewhere because I, I consume quite a lot and it says... If somebody has to turn the phone horizontal to watch a video, they're more liable to not bother watching it because everybody walks around with the phone in vertical. So it says 80% of videos do better across the vertical. Yeah, that's probably, yeah. that's yeah. Well, it, obviously it depends what format that you, you're in because obviously if if Instagram uh, is your your platform of choice that's going to work for you obviously youtube a longer form video and always designed to be a horizontal video but um yeah so so reels if you are stuck with reels on on my blog again i have i have a a guide i mean it is aimed at interior designers however it is just an instructional guide about how to upload your video and you know how to get a reel on how to add an audio i'll have to take a look at that myself because i normally ask my 12 year old daughter (laughs) (laughs) but i have to say reels are absolutely smashing it in the algorithm now um you know if you they they are all over the place personally i'm a bit done with them yeah. I actually posted an anti-reel today. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, so what date are we on now? So if you're, if you're when, whenever this comes out, the 17th of 
we'll try and get this one out pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah, uh, go back to my feed and have a look at the 17th of February because I'm just absolutely sick of um, just watching people point at things. That's just doing my head enough to say. Yeah, what, what did somebody <laughs> say on one I listened to today? It was an American one. He says, you don't do TikToks. You don't want to see kids shaking the booty about. Exactly. And I thought, That's yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get I'm, that. I am too old for this rubbish i can't yeah. do it you know I, I don't think anyone really wants to see me dancing around pointing at stuff so instead of that i i posted a, a reel of a lady looking very serene and calm and lying in a cool glade. now you've yeah. said it what was the song yeah. on it it was a song it, I was, it was london grammar yeah london so grammar strong calm yeah. yeah and um and the caption was Oh, so it's something like um, the serene feeling of calm that comes from hiring someone to do your marketing. So, you yeah, know, that was it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was a long grab. I was thinking, have I seen that? And then when you said that, I thought, yeah, because it was just. <laughs> that, I'm a big on music and I, I like London grammar. And I thought, I haven't heard that song for ages. They're amazing. I saw them live. They are just incredible. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm quite into my chill out music. So, it's, it's one. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw you a curveball here. Apologies for this. I'm speak. I've, uh, one of my friends who was on Instagram, a decorator, hmm. uh, not in this country, in another one, uh, said he's struggling with his market. He's, it looks like he needs to reformat his business or re-strategize. Uh, he's going up against other tradesmen that are underpriced with £10,000 because he, he does big designer jobs. Hmm. Um, and he says he's meeting a, a designer tomorrow, an architect. And he, he says, I don't want to hound him. He says, what would, have you got any ideas about the best way to go about and attract, this were to me, how to go about and attract interior designers so you can do more of that sort of high-end work rather than just tossing new builds out, as we call it. And the only advice I could give is when you connect with them, don't just jump straight in and introduce yourself, interact. Would I be right in saying that or could you give us you know, a better tip well, if, if the creators I mean, want to touch know, base with designers, what's the best Insta- way? Instagram's full of them. So, you know, um, follow them for a start, admire their work, you know, start commenting, liking their things, maybe send them a little message to let them know that you're around, um, send them some images of, of work that you've already done. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, also, um, I mean, if you're in my area, come and join my network. Um, so I run a, a network called the Decor Cafe. I'm a host there. Um, that's how I came came to meet Mike, who's in in the network down in in London. I run the Brighton section. So we have we have London, Surrey, Sussex, and Kent. Um, we'll soon be having a Dorset as well. Yeah. Um, and basically, we are a group of businesses who create and create and enjoy beautiful homes so that goes from everything from architects designers um garden designers uh and home decor brands and and even and even people who are like chefs and it's like it's all about enjoying a beautiful home so um you know there is that kind of networking to be done um if you wanted to come along to a free meeting for that if you go on my instagram and click on the link in my bio um you can book yourself into a meeting. We offer everyone a free meeting uh, for one. So just come along on networking um, in that and just introduce yourself and, and, and you know, say where you are. I and mean, we'd love to expand and, and get a, a larger community around. There is, from the Instagram network I'm on, there's a lot of decorators in Brighton, Sussex. There's loads down there. And I know a lot of them turn some quality work out. Mm. So it, yeah. it could be quite good for them to you know to pop along and introduce yourselves and network with you guys yeah always happy to to meet meet designers you know we'd we'd like to to bring more aspects of of quality trades in they're always high in demand it's one of the one of the biggest we've got private facebook group and you know it's often like can anyone recommend a decorator can anyone recommend a builder that that does this or you know specialist that does that so um yeah we're, we're there chatting to each other all the time. Yeah. So, well, we'll yeah. we'll put you we'll put your your contact details in the show notes, so anybody can you know uh, they can get in touch with you and, and go from there. Whether they're wanting help with the social media or you know whether they're wanting to introduce themselves and work with you as a network, uh, you know, hopefully it'll help everybody out and you know and you know get everybody to where they want to be. 
which is doing nice work and earning money. Well, we'd love, we'd love to see you in the Deco Cafe. That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're always welcome. <laughs> is is the um, anything else that we've not touched on that you'll feel we need to? Um, I think we've covered quite a lot of stuff, really. You know, we've covered we've covered that what the things that are important. You know, reviews and testimonials, um, using Instagram and LinkedIn, connecting with people, um, not over over posting yeah. <laughs> you know um i think three to four times a week of, of of good quality posts is enough but more what's more important is that you actually engage you know you you, you give as much as you get and you're there for people people recognize that yeah. you know i had i actually had um someone book a power hour with me because that's how i work with a lot of people is just through an hour's consultation to to sort out their problems um and it was so nice to get her email because she said thank you for your support over the last year and she's never really commented on my uh instagram or whatever but it just felt to me that she'd actually noticed all the little likes all the little comments that yeah. you know i've been leaving there yeah. and i thought yeah that's really kind of you it's, to it, say it's, it. not, it's nice to be appreciated yeah you're appreciated because yeah. you're getting paid but it's not always just about the money, is it? No, it's about support. It's about yeah. support, especially especially at the moment. You know, um, it really is. So yeah, just uh, dive into your local community and and be that person that's the go to person for knowledge. So don't be share, don't be scared to to share your knowledge as well and share your expertise because you know you sharing what you know about something that's that's very you 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 have to kind of we assume that everyone knows what we know like yeah. I, everyone sort of says oh wow you know i've just listened to you and i've just learned so much on this about you know social media and so much about marketing and business and for me it's like real second nature to me i, I know yeah. all this stuff it's, 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 it's it. like because we're brushes and rollers because we do it every day mm. it's just you you're like almost in autopilot and you just go out it's like a sniper yeah. i always assimilate it to a sniper you train to shoot every day and you just go out and do it because it's what you do. Yeah. You know, and it's, with, you know, with that knowledge is there's, there's a real strength in, in positioning yourself as that person of expertise, because if you share those little tips that are that about the care and the knowledge and, 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 and the skills that you have, when someone's thinking of, of, a, of taking on a person to do a job, um, they will look at that and they will go, you know, they will see, two different versions of social media and they'll see the person who's posting whatever pictures it is and just saying I'm here today or whatever and they'll see the person who's posting and saying I like to do this like this because this is the great result I get and you know and they show, and show the process as such. who's the expert there yeah you know yeah. um it can really put you in 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 a good stead yeah I mean for, for all we know somebody could say well I've just decorated this room it could have robbed pictures from anywhere, but if you show the process, they know you've done it. Yeah, that's a good point as well. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that happen. I've I've advised a few to use uh, an app called iWatermark uh, and put the logo in corner because I've seen a lot where they've had the photos robbed and used on Facebook selling pages. You know, that's just shocking. Thing. I mean, you can Google search your images. Um, yeah, I kind of advise that you do every now and again. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if any of you use Pinterest to promote your businesses, but if you use Pinterest, make sure you put a branded hashtag in there because you can search on that and find out people, um, you know, who's using your images. I, I have a constant So when, so when you say a brand, branded hashtag, is that like if I was putting something on Pinterest, put my name like Chris Kerfoot Painter and Decorator as an hashtag? Yeah. Yeah. So then you would then type in that hashtag and all the pictures that you'd come up and you just check that all the links go to your own content. Yeah, it's not have, somebody that's posted it like they've done it. I have consistent problems with Amazon sellers who steal um, pictures from my clients and and send, you know, and you think about the, these are photo shoots that cost cost a lot. She's got yeah. very high end home decor brand um, yeah. you know, wallpapers that cost hundreds a roll um and these images are going to amazon to to sell i can't remember what it was. the last one was like bed linen at like 25 dollars a set i'm like oh please no it's just not fair <laughs> yeah being sold a bit of a lemon <laughs> yeah <laughs> well the, the the latest one i saw was yesterday where, where it was uh, a decorator she'd had she put it on and says uh please please do not follow these decorators and what they'd basically done, they'd used the pictures of a room sheet paper a few months ago, 
and put it up on Facebook on a Saturday and put something about working weekend shift to finish this room and it was her pictures. Yeah, okay. So um there if you if this happens to you, you can file a, a is it I can't remember if it's DCMA or DMCA, but look it up. But it's basically a request into Google yeah. that this is your copyright and they will ask you to show that within your brand so you will need to have a picture of that on your website or in some printed material and yeah. if you show them that they will take it down I've, I've, the the last one i'll just touch on this briefly my brother-in-law's a joiner uh he's, he's got about three or four vans with his initials rm joinery and he started getting about three or four rubbish google reviews and he found out what it was there was a company down south called rm joinery and one of the vans had cut somebody up so this bloke had got half a dozen of his friends to go online and leave a bad review. And my brother-in-law has somebody managing it, and he says it was a nightmare trying to get the bad reviews off. He says, Google make it really hard work. He says, and it can do a lot of damage when they leave you a bad review. Yeah, unfortunately so. And there are some awful people in the world who would do that for no reason whatsoever. So, um yeah, drive safely, people. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, I said, thanks, thanks very much for your time. It's, it took us a while to uh, to get this out because obviously we're both busy, uh, but I appreciate your time. Thank you it's very much. It's been really lovely talking to you tonight, Chris. I know this has been a, a while coming in the in the mix, so. Um, yeah. Well, there's that much stuff going around in my head. It's getting it sorted yeah. out half the time. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get your show all this stuff in show notes, all the info. If anybody wants to reach out to you, they, they can just hit you up and see what you can do to help them out. Yeah, I mean uh, Fiona um on Instagram is is probably the place where I'm most visible. That's the place where I'm daily sharing sharing tips. So yeah, that's yeah. the first place to go. But um, yeah, I look forward to to um, chatting with some more of your community. Brilliant. Thank you, Fiona. Thanks very much. Thank you so much. Bye, Chris. Thanks. Bye. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories, whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers. We've all been there in some shape or form and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.